0: What's happening, party people? Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Series 5 of the What The Fart Like Podcast. As always, Rob and I are here to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community and some absolute nonsense from us sandwiched in between. Now, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys, so please give us a follow on social media. You can find us by searching What The Fartlek on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. And we also have a new website at www.whatthefartlake.com. Now, we're on a mission this series to build our Fartlek family, our online running community, and we would love you to be a part of it. We're arranging challenges, meetups and a supportive network of running pals. If you'd like to be involved, please do get in touch for some more information. And with that being said, seeing as I did such a good job of this last time, hit the music!
1: Road again
0: Long to be out on the road again <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to series five episode two of the What the father Podcast. My name's Rob. And I am Matthew. And uh, Matt. Yes. You know what we've just spent about two hundred quid on equipment yeah. To get proper XLR microphones and a digital interface And all those things that you would need to get a really good sound quality recorded To really improve the What The Fartlet Podcast This is an experience for our Fartlet family Yeah Why the fuck are we recording <laughs> in my car on the way back from Chester? <laughs> I have no idea I think it's because our lives are a bit busier, aren't they, in the next couple of days So it's, get it done <laughs> Yeah, so you guys, welcome You are getting What The Fartlet Podcast on tour uh, we are currently on the road, we're about to go over the Runcorn Bridge to weirdness! Weirdness. Uh, we've got some special guests on the show today. Say hello Sammy. Hello. Say hi Donna.
1: Hi.
0: Uh, so, yeah, we're coming back from Chester, very excited. I got, um, I got excited I think she said special guests, and it's Sammy and Donna. They are special guests. <laughs> Oh. I expected a swear word from, from one of them then You're in trouble tonight Yes um, You'll pay for that uh, Yeah, I admit we've got a packed show today um, does, um, Just because we're on the road doesn't mean we're not going to give you the full fat leg experience uh, Matt, why don't you tell everybody what's coming up today? Yeah, obviously me and uh, Rob ran the Chester Marathon uh, on Sunday yesterday yeah, uh, That was <laughs> a strong word more, more about that later on Continue yep. uh, We've got a chat with Vicky front uh, Asics frontrunner uh, Statman John uh, Jack trying to enter the inner circle As always our uh, roll calls And then the thank you oh, Absolutely packed show my friends So we're not going to go into a how's your week been uh, Because we both know how a week's been We've been together for most of it uh, Chester Marathon is in the bag It is We've been yes We've talk, talking about it for a while haven't we, <laughs> we have how, how did you find it mate? Hated every second of it Pardon? Hated every second of it <laughs> um, No uh, y- You know what I didn't get what I wanted um, No I, on reflection A lot of mitigating factors I'm not making excuses But I, It just wasn't my day Wasn't my day um, But I had a really good time I, I didn't have a good time. I don't know what I'm talking about It was t- I hated every second of it um, <laughs> Started struggling For about 12 miles And it was just It's a long way To the end Like I think if you hit the wall Or something goes Like my calves And my quads Both went if that happens, would like take at the twenty mile, twenty one mile mark. You can really dig in and, and get through it, but I think there's just so long left, wasn't there? That, yeah, yeah. It, it just got tough, but but at the end of the day, loved seeing everybody's London Marathon experiences. Loved seeing everybody's Chester Marathon experiences. Loved, loved, loved running with you. Um, loved seeing all our friends achieve amazing things, and yeah, it was it was it was a great weekend. That I thoroughly enjoyed. The positives by far outweigh uh, the, the slight negatives. How about you, dude? Yeah, mate, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Uh, pacing you round and trying to trying to get you through it. Uh, I know you struggled. I know you, you weren't feeling too good in the morning. Um, the night before, you got a bit of a sniffle on and stuff like that. But you got through it. Got it done. Uh, and I'm proud of you, mate. Well done. Well done for that. But yeah, like you said, the the experience of the weekend, having all those friends round, Jack up from uh, down south, uh, your, your, your wife. Sammy, she ran it as well. Awesome stuff, and Donna, Donna cheering us on. Ben, Emma, um, and also Beth coming, coming along and, uh, and, and supporting everybody. So yeah, really enjoyed the, uh, the the weekend, and spent a fucking fortune. Oh mate, yeah, yeah. We're not we're, we're eating spaghetti for the rest of the month. It was an expensive one, was it? was, wasn't it? yes. Yeah, but, um, but, but no, I think you know, uh, and and that that's kind of reiterated to me. Why I, why I run and the importance of running to me. And mm. as much as, you know, marathon's not my distance by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I wanted to have another go. Uh, I think that because I, realistically, I wanted sub four. Yep. Um, realistically, if I was getting sub four, it was going to be just sub four. Yep. I've already ran a sub four. Sub four. So that, so the motivation got a bit tough with that. You know what I mean? Like, how do you motivate yourself just to do something you've already done before? Like, yeah. um, so my head wasn't really in the game. Um, you look, you look strong though, man. Up to 10, 10 11 miles, and then you, you kind of, I think the, the the head cold and stuff got got to you, and, and your legs got to you a little bit, but. Uh, I'm still proud of you finishing, like you say, you you, you changed that mentality a few weeks back as well, didn't you? Yeah. And I think that that helped the process on the day, maybe? Yeah, we got round. I'd said to, uh, somebody else had asked me, um, because the other amazing thing is that the love, the outpouring of love on Instagram, uh, social media, not just today, uh, not just, sorry, not just for me, um, but for everybody who is out running, whether it's Loch Ness or London or Chester or anywhere in between. Uh, It was sensational. It was so nice to see so many people coming together. I can't remember who it was, but somebody had um, uh, slid into my DMs and I was having a little chat with them. And I think a big part of it as well was, like, uh, when Berlin was cancelled, I don't think I quite quite appreciated and understood how much that took out of me. That was what I wanted, you know what I mean? Get out, do a major. That was what I wanted out of a marathon. Chester was kind of like – it was a fallback, wasn't it? It was like I I wanted to – really, I just wanted to be there to support you guys, so – I don't know, it's fine. it's fine, I don't want to dwell on it, I don't want to sound like I'm I had a moan, I had a great time, I had a great time, and how good was it seeing what everyone else achieved on, on, on Instagram afterwards? Yeah, in all, the, all the PBs, all the all the accolades that everybody deserves, uh, it's also awesome. Um, just to point out I actually stuck with you as well this week in the yeah. marathon so yeah, didn't, didn't that's a little off. win as well didn't run off but you did you did ghost me at the end didn't you uh, no. and you finished a second ahead of me oh. <laughs> you little prick <laughs> gotta get it out somehow, <laughs> haven't you oh, <laughs> whatever you're for but yeah like you said everybody everybody achieving their goals and finishing their their own races all up and down the country has just been awesome to see and long may it continue. I can't wait for the next one mate to be honest yeah is I it going to be a next one marathon mm. Not, not in the near future for me. I tell you what. I tell you what, one thing though that I do think was quite funny. I, um, uh, I did think Matt really enjoyed his run. I feel like Matt was sort of. There's been about 18 months of me riding Matt, quite, quite relentlessly and harshly because I'm not a very nice person, and I feel like Matt got his payback without having to say a word. Um, <laughs> without having to say a single word, he just had four, four and a half hours of basically watching me. So question my life, question my life decisions, um, with a smug look on his little annoying face. No, I, I, I was a little, I wasn't. No, I wasn't smug actually. I just, it was just fun to enjoy it a little bit more than having to go through all that pain and suffering. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. All you coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad, glad I don't feel like he looks. Um, yeah. no, it, it was good. And you know what, as well, here's a nice segue for you, Mafu what i loved most was seeing everybody's results and seeing everybody did yeah. and the range yeah so yeah. from the people like jack got his sub three yeah um, I, awesome saw, I saw i saw a jack. couple of other people um who who went really quick who really delivered and achieved and made that step up i think marco de Loazio, um uh, is one that stands out to me is absolutely smashing his marathon down in london jp and mm-hmm. um, we'll get outside the roll call i imagine but um all, all the way through the times, and, you know, people running fancy dress and people who were running their first marathon. I think a couple of people walking marathons, walking yeah. London Virtuals, amazing. Wow. Um, whole range of people um, doing, diff, having different goals, different expectations, different desires. And I think that leads us nicely on to Vicky Ledbury, because she is a big advocate of what she calls back-of-the-pack running. Yeah. Uh, and back-of-the-pack running is this idea that, you know, it doesn't matter how fast you run. It doesn't matter um, how quick you are. It's just about getting out there, getting round, and enjoying yourself. And uh, Vicky's a great com- um, sort of example of that. She talks really passionately in this interview about mm-hmm. she's front runner. Um, she's a brilliant, brilliant lady. And I certainly came out of our conversation feeling really positive and a little bit inspired. So I tell you what, why don't we go and have a little, little chat to Vicky? This was recorded before the marathons, uh, about two weeks ago. And we'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see you she's got to say, yeah, like, let's do it right then. You lot, it is time again to get to know another amazing member of our online running community. Today, I'm speaking to a four time marathoner who is trying to step up to tackle the ultras in 2021. She's a mum two with a dash of UK, a sprinkle of New Zealand, and a whole host of ASIC's front runner, which all mixed together, chucked in a bowl. Bake it in a cake, and you will get the awesome Vicky Ledbury. Vicky, how are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Rob. How are you? Yes, very well. Thank you. Have you had a chance to get out for a run? Uh, I haven't yet. That's happening after this. Oh, an evening run. Lovely. Yes.
0: Uh, right, so I'm dead excited to talk to you. You're an ASICS runner, so I know you're going to be amazing. We've got a history of amazing ASICS frontrunners on the shows. not to put any pressure on you. Yeah, I know, no I know, pressure. I know Jenna and Sally will be listening with bated breath. Um... Loads to get through, I want to hear all about you, I want to find out about your running journey. So do you want to just start by telling us kind of a bit about you, how you got into running?
1: Yeah, so um, I was probably a late comer to running in terms of the fact that I didn't really run much when I was younger. Um, I had a really bad experience at school whereby I got detention when I was doing cross country because I wasn't fast enough. So I had to go back and do it again the next day. And that kind of put me off for quite a long time. Um, I think it was around about 2006, I entered a race. I think I remember doing a race for life every now and then um, and sort of did my first 10K where I didn't really have a Scooby what I was doing and spent uh, pretty much the entire race Uh, with the tail cyclist because I was the final finisher Uh, but that's fine because actually it was better than not doing it at all and then um, my son was born in 2008 and I kind of got into it a bit more when he was about six months old Um, that kind of went on to me during the 2011 London Marathon and then pretty much from then until about the end of 2017 I had an on-off relationship with running Um, sometimes I loved it sometimes I didn't There was no physical reason why I couldn't run. I just kind of couldn't be asked really. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes I was doing it, sometimes I wasn't. And then towards the end of 2017, um, a friend of ours started a running club, which is the club that I still belong to now. And he kind of got me back into running and then I got injured and I couldn't run at all for quite a while. And then, so I had to basically start from scratch. And it, it was when I was out that I realized I really did love running. And there hadn't been any reason why I couldn't do it other than my own lack of willingness to do it. So, yeah, it's kind of all gone a bit mad since then, really. That was yeah, March 2018 or the end of March 2018. I started again. And that was when it all
0: it became all consuming as as we have as we all have the addiction. Um, just just let, let's just rewind a little bit. It's okay. I don't want to walk past London Marathon. I know that your running journey really intensifies two thousand and eighteen onwards. But let's just yep. backpedal to two thousand and eleven. How was yep. that experience of running London Marathon for the first time? Uh,
1: it was emotional. So I did it for charity in memory of my father-in-law who'd passed away the year before, and um, was just sort of having some difficult personal issues at that moment in time. And so it, it all kind of like, there was a lot of tears that day actually, but um, there is nothing like the atmosphere of a London marathon for me in terms of all the races I've done. I think um, the London marathon, when it's the way it was, obviously next week will be completely different. Um, it's just it's such a special race and um, yeah. And it obviously, uh, I'm sure I swore at the end of it I was never running another one. Yeah, I've done another 3. Not quite sure how that's happened, but you know, it's happened. So, yeah, it was just the whole experience was amazing. Um, I just remember I having my headphones in and going over Tower I was approaching Tower Bridge and there was a girl I'd been running on and off with for a bit and she said take your headphones out. I'm like, "What? She'll just take your headphones out." And just the wall of noise um over Tower Bridge was just phenomenal because because I was at sort of the back end of the of the race. Um, I mean, there were still a few people behind me, but I wasn't in a big crowd. So everyone going over the bridge was cheering, like it was calling out your name. Yeah. And it was just amazing. So, e-
0: yeah, yeah. E- e- everybody says that about Tower Bridge. And what I think is really lovely, Vicky, about just be- telling that story there is that this episode is probably going to be going out the week after London Marathon. So there's hopefully people listening to this who've just run it, who've just had the Tower Bridge experience and you've just brought all those goosebumps back for them.
1: Oh, I hope so. I re—I really hope. I know, obviously, there's the re- there's a lot of restrictions that are in place, but um, I'm going up to cheer next week. I cannot wait. Uh, my lovely friend Marco del Wazio oh, finally got in. He, he, he got his finally, shout out, didn't he? Yeah, he finally yeah, he got in. Gets everywhere, um, doesn't he? And I always said if he got in, I'd go up and support him. Obviously, we've got quite a few other friends who are running as well. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing him fly past me at mile 23. So yeah, I'll. Uh, and and actually, just seeing the joy of, of of the pain, you know, the pain and the emotion and everything that you get in a marathon, and and there is just also something very special about cheering a marathon because you just see all nature of human emotion watching people go through a marathon. So yeah, really looking forward to that next week. Hoping it doesn't rain.
0: Definitely, mile twenty three is a good one to stand at in it because yeah. it's it's just a park run to go. It's dig deep time at twenty three, isn't
1: it? Yeah, though apparently it's also the length of Godzilla's penis. Is slightly <laughs> different. The first, I remember when I did Manchester in 2019 and everyone was like, oh, it's only a park run to go. And someone else said, no, no, it's three, you know, five kilometers is the length of Godzilla's penis. Like, That's I, a much better way of thinking of it than I, just the park run to go. I am
0: plagiarising and using that for all time now. Thank I you. can't claim wonderful.
1: credit for it. It's just something I heard. It's probably not true, but it's a much better way of thinking about it. I, I, I think, think, think it's think. phenomenal, if I'm
0: honest. I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, so talk to me then about 2018. So uh, you said that coming back from injury, realising that you can run, there's nothing stopping you running. Um, yeah. How does the journey progress then?
1: So, yeah, so I worked with uh, our running club and basically just, um, I think we'd been away on holiday. Uh, I had consumed quite a lot of alcohol in that week. And um, there was a, a, you know, had gone to park run with the friend had set the running club up and sort of said, Oh, should I just try a run then? He's like, yeah, right then. So I think I sort of done, did some random combination of running and running for a minute and walking for seven. Don't quite know why that number came up anyway. So I managed to make myself make my way around the park run. And then from there, it just kind of steadily built up and Um, I saw when entries opened for the Manchester marathon, I just went, you know, what? actually, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Everyone, I'd seen lots of people doing it in 2018 and went, yeah, it looks like a great race. Never been to Manchester. So, um, yeah, entered Manchester marathon. So basically once I'd agreed that that's what I was going to do, everything was kind of building up to there. So, um, yeah, it was a complete rebuild started it and then did a few races in between times, um, sort of from 2018 up until the Manchester marathon, um, everything was just going really, really well and was sort of like, um, just absolutely loving running around about the same time or sort of early, sort of late 2017, early 2018. I'd also discovered, um, the Instagram running community. Mm-hmm. Um, enough, I think Mark was one of the first people I met actually, um, yeah. at a race that we are reuniting for again in a few weeks. So that'd be good. Um, so yeah, so it did a few different races of varying different distances, and then yeah, and then on, Manchester happened. On to Manchester. And how was how was Manchester compared to say London, for example?
0: Because it is another big one, but it's not quite uh, as aesthetically pleasing, shall we say? You don't have all the sights as you go in round. It's it very much peters off out of the city, doesn't it? And then, and
1: then gets you back. Yeah. So how did that compare? So, I think for me, I absolutely love running in places that I've never been before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've never, I said I've never been to Manchester. I didn't, I mean, I, I knew things about Manchester, you know, that um, varying different sporting stadiums. We're a big sports family. So, in, you, mm-hmm. know, old, you know, both versions of Old Trafford, obviously. Yeah. So I at remember, start, we, it's at the start, isn't it? Yeah, start. yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, you finish, you, you know, you sort of drop your, so you start near the football stadium and drop your kit off at the cricket stadium Mm -hmm. and um the the only other bit of Manchester team was we went um went over to Media City to meet Laura Jones the day before um and that was pretty much it so I absolutely love running in new places there was a couple of bits where it was a bit lonely um I had a bit of an issue about mile 18 so I had to uh well sort of stop running at that point and Luckily, a lovely friend of mine who lives up in Manchester happened to have come along about mile twenty-one on her bike, and she cycled next to me um, until the twenty until well until she basically got as far as she could. And then my son was in the home straight, and he had seen someone else go on to the course to finish with their parent, and he had asked my husband if it was okay if he finished with me. And my husband sort of went, well, yeah, it looks like no one's going to stop. You go on then, Jack. So um, one of my favourite memories from running full stop is crossing the finish line of that marathon with my son. Um, though hilariously, when we did get through the finish funnel and they start giving you a goodie bag, I think there was malt loaf. And he's like, can I have one? And I'm like, did you just run a marathon? <laughs> <laughs> marathon. Hand, typ- hands off my malt loaf. <laughs> yeah, typical comment from my son. Uh, was like, Yeah, so... Um, I really enjoyed seeing Manchester apart from the, yeah, there was a couple of dead bits where you ran around a country lane. And I remember being, there was one section where you were running over a bridge where you could actually see people going the other way. And I actually got to see some people I know going the other way. So that was great. But Yeah. So that was lovely.
0: And and I think, funnily enough, when this episode goes out, it'll be the Thursday before Manchester. So oh, yeah. we are we are on point with our timing. So again, ah. people
1: are going to be listening, thinking that's what I've got to look forward to. Malt and, and actually the marathons I'd both love to go and do again. Um, yeah. I would definitely love to go and do mar- um, Manchester again. um It was a great atmosphere. It was a great weekend. You know. Funny enough, Mark was also, involved. we're not, we do, we seem to pop up a lot the same places. Um, but there yes, was a big about. group of us. There was a big group of friends who'd gone up from Bristol um, as well as, you know, I had my husband and my son with us and, and you know, as well as then seeing other friends from varying different parts of the country who were also up there. Funnily enough, the Essex front runners, who I wasn't a part of at the time, had their launch weekend that weekend. So uh-huh. they was, there was quite a few of them um, sort of around as well. So yeah, it was, it's definitely one I would happily go back to. Yeah, amazing. Now,
0: um, you mentioned ASICS, front runners, and I yeah. want to get onto that in a moment, but before we do, there's a couple of things that you've mentioned through this, some, some moments that it feels like have really shaped your running journey. You know, you talked about the, um, the cross-country incident when you were younger and, and how that put you off running for a while, and, and, and it shaped your journey almost as you got older. Um, you talk about being an advocate of back-of-the-pack running. Yeah. Talk to me, if anybody doesn't know what that means, if anybody doesn't know what that entails, talk to me what you mean when you talk about advocating for that.
1: So I think, um as I said, I've, I have been a person who has been, you know, in the either the last finisher or the last handful of finishes in, in a race before. And there are some races where you aren't made to feel as supported as you are if you are at the front half of the, the race finishes. And, you know, at the end of the day, a mile is a mile, no matter how long it takes you to do a mile. You know, if you run a five minute mile, if you run a 15 minute mile or in some cases longer, you're still covering the same distance. And Mm -hmm. I guess I kind of like to see it, you know, as getting more value for money for your entry fee. (laughs) And there are definitely some events where the course packs up around you. um, You know, there's no one out cheering anymore. And it can be really, you know, not amazing and i think the first blog that i wrote as a front runner was around how it's important to celebrate f- crossing a finishing line not just how fast you know not just a finishing time and it's um and it was funny because i remember when i published it and um shared it with some friends and the and i think the thing i said was the first when you cross the finish line of when you're at an event you see someone with a medal often the first person you'll say to, the first thing you will say to someone is how fast did you go not how's a race. It's, and, and, and actually a few friends were like, oh my God, that is actually what I say to people. If I see someone in a medal in a race and I happen to have been in the same race as well, that is actually what I say. And I hadn't actually ever thought that that might have a negative impact on someone. Because if you know that that person's gone significantly faster than you, it can actually make you feel a bit shit. Um, yeah. But you know, just because you run at a slower pace doesn't mean that you don't train hard um and you know you're still doing your best it's just that your best is different to someone else's best. So I've been really lucky to um pace as the tail runner at the Oxford half. Um, I did that in 2019. So um, myself and, and a friend were actually we were the last finishers to cross the line and we were trying to make sure that the person who, you know, the sort of people at the back end of the course were having as positive an experience as other people around. Um, I was supposed to be pacing at Hackney this weekend, but actually unfortunately that sort of has that plan got changed so i 'm going to be going back to Oxford in october, which i 'm really excited about so again um, I think i 'm pacing about three hours so i 'm really really looking forward to that because I think we all pay the same entry fee to races unless you happen to be fortunate enough to be given a free place for, for whatever reason, and you deserve to have the same experience so yeah that's that 's my big thing and yeah i i I don't like it when people think just because someone's slow it's because they haven't trained or they haven't tried hard enough
0: no no i i agree 100 percent. i don't think speed or time or pace should dictate performance in any way shape or form like you said it's personalized everybody who runs is a runner end of conversation i
1: think though rob there is a i mean there is there is absolutely a place in the running community for all types of runner. Mm-hmm. And there are people whose sole focus is how fast they can go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about, you know, doing a 5k in 15 minutes or doing a marathon in two and a half hours or or whatever. And actually that's absolutely okay. Um, I think, you know, we all respect each other. I've got, you know, if, if you take my front runner friends as an example, there is such a mix of abilities on the team and, you know, there are people who can run two and a half hour marathons, and there are people who take on a lot longer. And actually, that's that's all okay. We all respect what what each other does. So, yeah, I think if people if people want to have their entire focus on how fast they can go, but their fast is significantly faster than other people's fast, then that's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. No. Uh, yeah. No. I agree. It's just yeah. it, it, it's it's just about understanding. I guess that the journey is personal. Yeah. So it's 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 your journey, and you get what you want out of running, but it doesn't make you better or worse than anybody else.
2: No, yeah,
0: brilliant. Uh, okay, we've talked a couple of times about Asics front runners. So talk to me how that came about.
1: Uh, well, like lots of people, I applied uh, to join the team more than once. So I applied in twenty nineteen and uh, didn't get picked, and then yeah, uh, twenty twenty came around. I thought Do you know what, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll I'll have another go. Um, never ever ever thought I'd get picked um bearing in mind that you know I just there there are people in the in the running community who would look at someone like me and just think she's not runner you know she's middle-aged she's overweight she runs really slow but you know isn't this about front runners and I think ASICS um you know that our motto is sound mind and a sound body and I'm a really big Um, fan of the mental health benefits that you get from um, exercise not just running and and sort of um, and that can come from any movement at all and that is and and, you know I love the team we have such an amazing team of people um, of all ages sizes colors um, if I'm allowed to say that we are just we're a really genuinely diverse group of people Um, I think the youngest is 21 and the oldest is 60 on the UK team yeah. So, um yeah, we're, you know, it's just a really great bunch of people who genuinely support each other and they're kind of like an extended family, really. So I still pinch myself that I'm a part of the front runner team.
0: No, and, yeah. And, yeah, and you guys are awesome. I'd echo that. It's not a sales pitch, you know, from speaking to you all individually, well, the members of the team that I have individually, just good people trying to spread a good message and using the platform of ASICS to do it. And it's brilliant. Yeah. It's
1: brilliant. And actually, if, if as being a a member of the front runner team, that means there's, you know, women out there like me who are middle-aged carrying a few extra pounds than they'd like to be. um, But actually just out there doing their best that that encourages someone to get out there and start running or um, even just start moving Mm. or start exercising. Then actually that's, that's a really good thing that can, that can come from it.
0: Agreed absolutely agree um let's move on to the next stage of your journey then so you've uh, you've yeah. nailed the marathons um <laughs> you've 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 been stepping up to ultra marathon uh yeah. that's been that's been the idea hasn't it what's how's that gone talk, talk to me a little bit about how your 2021's gone from there
1: well so 2019 i did race to the well i entered race to the mm. stones uh day one so 50k sadly I worked out when I went past the spot this year that it was actually four miles in. I thought it was 5K in, but it was four miles in. Okay. I, um, I had a bit of a, what I like to describe as a classic Ledbury comedy fall okay. um, and took quite a bad fall. Um, I think there was a guy in front of us had fallen over and I was clearly paying attention to him and my friends who I was with basically said, next thing you know, you were literally just flying through the air. Right. I was like, um, I really badly damaged the knee that wasn't the one that I'd... In- that had put me out of running, okay. managed to damage both hands and um, a massive big graze on the inside of my right elbow, which I, I sort of soldiered on to the first pit stop. They did a little bit to it and then carried on. I think it was just about 20K and I got to the point, we had some other friends who were crewing at that point and uh, I got to the point where she looked at my hand and she said, I'm going to have to cut the skin off your hand. And I sent my friends on at that point and withdrew because I knew that there was just, it was a real struggle at that point. I was slowing them down quite a bit. And if it had happened at like, you know, five or, you know, sort of 10k to go, I probably would have crawled to the finish. But mm. I knew that if I carried on, that I would do more damage. So I was like, right, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go back. But me being me, I went not going to, I don't want to stop at 50k. I want to do both days. So had entered in 2020. Obviously, that then got rolled over to 2021. Had spent quite a long time training for it, 20 weeks training for it. And um actually, yeah, got to the got to the point where I'd fallen over the time before, made peace with that point, got to the point where I'd withdrawn <laughs> the time before and made peace with that point, kept going. And then just after checkpoint two, my friend Taz, I was running with who's one of the front runners, unfortunately, she had a bit of a stomach issue. So then we sort of resorted to walking for a bit just to try and settle her stomach and um about when we were going through goring my back or just before that actually my back started to really play up and I was like "Uh oh this is a bit of a problem and another friend came across as she gave me some poles so I was like okay we'll see if that makes a difference and then not long after that I got stunned by a wasp that was a bit like are you kidding me Mm. and then yeah so we managed to plow on got to the finish of day one And it took us probably three hours longer than we had hoped. So we were out on our feet for a long time. And I think I got to base camp and I could barely function as a human. And again, luckily had friends who were also doing it, who got me into the tent, got me sorted out. I remember doing something on my Instagram story, which was just tales from the tiny tent. And I was just in tears because I was in so much pain. But I was like, no, come on. I'm, you know, I'm determined to get to the finish on day two and you know got up obviously because day two starts very early got up sort of got myself going and the the big problem on day two was we had to I had quite a lengthy stop at the first pit stop on day two because um there was a long queue to see people in the medical tent and I was just going to get some taping and so then when we got going again it things just kind of would just it was just too many problems in the end so i made the decision to withdraw just before checkpoint two so it was like 72 and a half k i'd got in wow so no, yeah no, and, no mean feed though 72 yeah and um funnily enough i remember at the time someone james morning coffee run said a dnf isn't it did not finish it's a did nothing foolish oh, And love it um again that's not my words that's his so i can't claim credit for that and i think there is a real thing sometimes there is too much emphasis in races on pushing through to the finish Mm -hmm. even though it actually could cause you more physical harm and if it's your head just going well you can't do this anymore and there's nothing wrong with your body then i will always push through and go come on yes you can you know you kind of i'll have a word with myself but if there's physical pain going on and it's And you know, by continuing, you're actually going to do yourself quite a bit of damage and could be out for quite a long time. Then that's at that point, I know I made the right decision to stop. Yeah. And it was really, really horrendously disappointing. But actually, I still became an ultramarathon. You know, I covered 72 and a half kilometres, even though I'd been in pain for like probably 50k of that. Um. And yeah, so I'm going to go back next year and just do day two. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get to to those stones. Find those
0: stones. Uh, It's it's a really important point to make, I think. And we do see, don't we, a lot of the time, um, people who who push and push and push. And it is inspirational and it is amazing when people really see how they can test their limits. But there is a, a strong argument for if you're struggling sometimes the hardest decision is to say that today is not my day.
1: Yeah. And it was, and I did cry a lot. Uh, I'm a bit, I I am definitely a heart on my sleeve kind of person. I'm not, you know, I cry. That's just life. Um, And it was horrible. I hated it because I'd put so much effort into training for the race and to not be able to finish was just devastating. But, but equally, I knew not finishing was the right thing to do. So I sort of had to move on. I moved on from it quite quickly because otherwise, again, it's one of those things if you keep going, oh, if only, if only, if only, or keep revisiting it, it just then becomes quite consuming and eats you up. And I didn't want that either. Yeah,
0: no, no, agreed. And that's absolutely fair play to you for for pushing forward, making the right decision and, and wanting to get out there and do it again. Uh, next year um, before we uh, before we wrap up before we finish and talk about kind of like what, what else you've got in plan for next year just let's touch briefly on the online running community you, t- you touched on before about um, uh, joining Instagram and yep. being part of the online running community how have you found that's helped your, uh, your running journey
1: um, I think it's given me some amazing friends so there obviously there are people that I've met through the Instagram running community that I wouldn't have met otherwise or wouldn't have become friends with otherwise which is brilliant and i take so much inspiration from seeing um you know people have because obviously there are so many different people in that community yeah and people are at a different place in their journey and you know some are really experienced some are just starting out and um i just yeah i quite like being a part of it um i said i know mark touched on this when he um did his episode they're, you know we 're really lucky in bristol we 've got a great group of friends who we met sort of through Instagram and park run um, and again, like if it wasn 't for running i wouldn't have met them, mm-hmm. um, which is just great because you know some of them are really good friends now, so yeah, I just think there's lots and lots of positives at it, but actually i've seen the nasty side of it to, uh, as well um, where people have been subject to just utterly vile comments yeah um some are some are sort of yeah they're just just awful i i absolutely hate keyboard warriors and people who think it's okay to say things online that you would never say to someone in person yeah um that's the bit about the sort of instagram running yeah that that's the bit about social media i don't like
0: yeah, no, I. Yeah, it's a tough one to broach, isn't it? But but I agree. I think there's plenty of internet to go around, isn't there? If you've not got anything nice yeah. to say, just yeah, keep it to yourself and go and find another corner to to be a part yeah. of. But, yeah, but I, I but I agree with you. The positives by far outweigh the
1: negatives. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. you know, and it's an amazing community of people, and obviously we're brought together by our shared love of running. Mm, yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's great, isn't it? It's, it's great to meet so many people with so many different stories and, and suddenly they become friends. And yeah, I'm big big fan of it myself. What's in plan, Vicky, then for next year? You said you want to get back and get to those stones. Yeah. And, 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 and any other big, big goals that you're looking to achieve?
1: Yeah, so I've got some events that I've been, like lots of people, have been rolled over from this mm. year. Yeah. Um, one of them is a very local ultra marathon um so local it runs around the corner from my house yep. um in bristol and that's in march i am still i'm i'm sort of i'm on the fence as to whether i'm going to do it i'm just i'm going to see how training goes because yeah it's got a very strict time cut off it's um 31 miles it's very it's going to be very muddy at that time of year unless for some reason we have a bone dry winter mm-hmm. um so, yeah, so I'm going to see how that goes. Obviously, Race to the Stones. I'd love to do another road marathon. Um, if I don't do Green Man, Green Boys, Green Boys, the part I'd be doing of the Green Man run, yeah. then I may well do Newport. Because, um, again, okay. that's not too far away. And yeah. that's um, a really nice marathon. I mean, I'd love to do London again, but, you know, that's in the ballot gods, sort of, really. That's not until October. So, yeah, so that's it. I'd love to do some more half marathons next year as well. Cause I haven't, I'd really, half marathon is probably my favorite distance and um, I haven't been able to race. Obviously I'm doing Oxford in a couple of weeks, but as a pacer. So um, yeah, so I'd love to do a couple of half marathons next year. And I have got one of my favorite races coming up. I'm, I'm racing a 10 K this weekend, which is actually around the corner from my house again, which is brilliant. So there will be a big turnout from our running club. And then um, I've got one of my favorite races, which is the Sodbury Slog, which takes place in the South Gloucestershire countryside, which involves running through a sheep dip in a pig trough. Lovely. In November, so that'd be great, but yeah. Oh,
0: love, love, love a good off-the-route trail run.
1: Um,
0: uh, so just running, running, running by the sounds of it. Now, Vicky, um, people want to get you on Instagram, give you a follow, I'm sure they will. Mrs underscore led underscore runs. Yeah. Not Mrs. LED runs. Uh, I thought for ages that it, it was like a play on the on LED, but it's just your yeah. surname, which, yeah. you know, should have just figured that out, really, shouldn't I? Anyway, um, <laughs> before we finish, anyone you want to shout out, mention, plug, say hello to, before I let you get back to your busy life?
1: Uh, I've already mentioned Mark, so I can't really mention him again. I think ah, my ah. Um, my amazing front teammates teammates, mm-hmm. um, I think. And actually... Because this will probably go out after London. Absolutely everyone who's, who's got to the finish line of London. And um, yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed it because it's an amazing experience.
0: Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Well, listen, Vicky, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. Uh, half an hour we've been chatting and it's absolutely flown by. Um, good luck with all the big plans for 2022. Um, yeah, and hopefully, maybe at some point, we'll be able to catch a park run. Oh, a yeah, soon. that'd be great. Yeah. Part
1: run. Well, you know, the the Bristol Massive and our part run brunch club. So, yeah, come come down to Bristol and come for a part run and brunch. Part and maybe a pint afterwards.
0: I, I was about to say, I'm assuming Mark's going to be there, so it'll be a liquid lunch, but that's fine. Yeah,
1: we can do brunch then pub.
0: Brunch <laughs> then pub. That sounds good to me. Vicky, I will let you back to your day. Thank you so much for Thank taking you, the time. Man. Have a great
1: one. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And that, Matthew, was Vicky Ledbury. What did you reckon? Alois. Pet, that was good
0: that wasn't even close to Yorkshire that was Geordie you sounded more like Neil Marshall than you did Matt
2: <laughs> the only Matt I could do was I'm not spending that money <laughs> <That's a thing. laughs> um,
0: so you guys may be able to tell that we're no longer on the road you can't hear that annoying hum in the background um, and by annoying hum I mean Matt um and the uh and the reason for that is that we had we did this segment separately everything else was recorded on sunday after chester marathon uh but we did this one a little bit later so we could get statman john jack and of course lou back in the fold to do our entering jack segment uh matt's then decided to take a job ref in at the last minute and left his friends in the lurch so i've got a very able uh better replacement frankly
2: in uh in lou how are we doing you alright? oh yeah i'm good thank you how are you
0: Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you, mate. Thank you for stepping up. Uh, You're better than him, to be honest. I just feel bad that I have to keep him on, to be fair. If I had my choice, my way, you'd be my co-host every week.
2: Watch out, Matt. I'm after your job. After your job, sir.
0: And you're taller than
2: him. Um, uh, Only just by a hair, I think. Yeah, but that's not something to be
0: proud of. Um, uh, What did you think of that chat, then? What did you think of Vicky?
2: What a woman. Like, she is singing from my crowd. I am... Everything she says, I'm the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Back of the pack running advocate, really cool in it. The idea that everybody's a runner, uh, and I love the fact that she said, in in, in a lot of ways, um, it's harder to it, 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 if you're not as quick as as some people because you're out there for longer, you're on your feet for longer. In in some ways, it's more impressive, I think.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. We're doing double the time. I say we because I am back of the pack too. Um, <laughs> from the same distance. <laughs> yes. Does that even makes sense. Um it does. But, yeah, she was fabulous. What a woman. Yeah. Loved, a
0: love, loved her, loved her, loved her. Um, ASICS frontrunner as well. They're always good, the ASICS frontrunners, aren't they? We had Jenna Series 2. We had Sally Series 3. They're all just
2: just good eggs, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Good bunch. Uh,
0: lovely. Right, so we're going to get over to entering Jack um, with, a, with a twist. Um, not, like, twisting and entering. Okay, I'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> uh, but before we do, I just want to talk about something, Lou, if you don't mind.
2: Yeah, go for it. So
0: have you seen our amazing competition? Of course you have.
2: Yes, all over it.
0: Our giveaway. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, you've still got time to enter, go and tag some pals. We'll have a little surge lately, hopefully, because tomorrow, well, Friday, we're going to be announcing our one year anniversary giveaway uh, competition winner. And there are some amazing prizes on offer from some amazing companies. We always make a point when we do these competitions. Uh, we always work with uh, the smaller upstart companies, the local businesses, the guys who are just trying to forge, uh, make their way in the online running community and, uh, and make a name for their business because they They're they're always the most approachable. They're always the nicest. And we like to feel like we can help them a little bit in the same way they help us. Um, And what a way we can do that is just by bigging them up a little bit. So uh, we're going to do that a little bit through this series, Lou. And the first company I want to talk about, Lou, is Mournway Apparel. Surely you've seen Mournway. They're all over me all the time, right?
2: They are all over you. And he's been on before, hasn't he, that chat?
0: Yes, Noel was a Series 2 guest.
2: And I liked him.
0: Yeah, really nice. Dreamy, dreamy accent
2: he can read me a bedtime story. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> back on track. So, yeah, so Mornway are amazing. Um, good business, local business, doing good things. He puts money back into the community, raises money for charity. They are definitely, definitely, definitely a company you want to keep an eye on and somebody you want to follow and support. And it also just, just so happens, Lou, that the kit is absolutely awesome awesome um they've just released a new range of items on the 28th of september uh, there's some technical tees uh, there's a hat that's been out for a little while actually um and then there's also a range of casual word which is a bit of a, a change up for for, for what they were doing before but it is absolutely uh, brilliant um uh, you can find them at mornwayapparel.com they're also at mornwayapparel on uh instagram and even more excitingly guess what they have just released this week
2: i can't guess what uh, running buffs oh nice
0: we all we all love a buff uh and with the mornway logo on it which is cool with the mountains and all that kind of stuff um love it love it love it and they're only 5.99 which is super affordable brilliant way to uh, keep yourself warm as those dark cold nights start to creep in
2: Ah, lovely that's not much at all is it and also supporting small businesses we're all over it
0: 100% 100 agree go and do it 100% agree so guys head over to mornway apparel check out their stuff and even better, throw in a cheeky discount code for you, Lou.
2: Oh, heaven, how much? Ten percent?
0: Fifteen percent. Come on, we don't mess nice. around with no ten percent on this show. Uh runner boy rob. Oh personal discount. Mm, it is. It's from my brand ambassador days. Uh we were gonna get a what the far light one, but it doesn't really make make sense, does it? So not runner boy rob, it's runner rob. Runner rob fifteen. Uh, at checkout, they'll get yourself fifteen percent off. Sound good?
2: Dream, sounds perfect.
0: There you go. Check out Mornway for all of your clothing needs. Right then, Luke, let's get on to the next segment, the big segment. I think he's going to need to be entered.
2: I'm so excited. I've never been here for the entering.
0: Do you want to enter him?
2: Okay, right. Let's get ready. Full power, enter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That was just me being excited to be entered, it's my favourite time of the week, and we're recording a little bit later this week, so as the week went by I didn't know if I was going to be, although actually going back to I don't know if I would have wanted to have been entered on Monday, because I was a bit sore, but uh, yeah, that took a really weird twist then when I was talking, but yeah. Uh,
0: good, how are you feeling after Chester Marathon?
3: Not too bad, thank you, a bit achy, I was very achy Monday, went for a swim yesterday after building wardrobes and beds all day um but yeah a little bit a little bit better today i uh, did a little walk jog around the block at lunchtime, and i think i'm going to go for a run on friday so i'm feeling good good. how about you rob are the stairs okay now
0: uh, no, no, I, I feel dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. So that. Um, for those of you who might not be able to, uh, who might not know already, Jack absolutely smashed Chester Marathon. I can't remember if we talked about that in the last segment or this segment. It's a mess this week, everybody. But more importantly, we are getting to the main event. And the main event is finding out if Jack's going to get into Statman John's inner circle. Are you feeling confident this week, Jack? You uh, you, you, sh- you, shagged the run rather last week, didn't you?
3: Uh, yeah, but I think... I've been on a high from the marathon I think luck is on my side um because I feel I do feel like the marathon just fell into place I'm hoping I can carry that luck forward and get into the inner circle because if I'm honest with you getting into the inner circle is probably bigger than what I went up with my marathon aim so if I could have picked the two it would have been the inner circle so I just hope hopefully I'll be able to have two bouts of luck
0: understandable it's much more important but here's what we've done for you jack so uh do you remember how we said last week we were going to get some people on to help you yep yep well who better to help you than lou
3: (gasps) oh she knows him quite well
0: she lives with statman john she understands the brain of statman john uh she's really gonna help you so as long as lou sticks around and doesn't have to go away for any conspicuous sounding reason i think you're a shoe in this week don't you
3: Oh yeah, I think it's definitely uh, all my wishes have come at once because I couldn't have anyone better of unless obviously St. John was helping me or Jack the Crow. I think Lou is the next best, not thing,
0: next best, next best person. You've managed to, in one sentence, call her a thing and say that she has lower value than a crow.
2: Yeah, wow.
3: Yeah, wow. no, but she knows that I still love her loads because she's a fellow southerner, and she says laugh like I say.
2: Right. Listen, Ooh. Jack, I'm here for you. I'm gonna help you and I'm going nowhere. Brilliant.
3: Yes. That's what Brilliant. I'd love to hear Lou.
0: Okay, so Matt's not here. Um we need a, a song for Statman John.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Uh guys, sorry, I said this might happen. Freddie has just woken up. So can I quickly run and see him? Oh but
0: oh, oh no. well Jack, what you're gonna do Lou's gonna have to go. What
2: are you gonna do?
3: Uh, well I'm a little bit more worried about Who's going to do the song at the, at the moment I mean I'd have to Hopefully Lou will be able to make it back in time But I mean If not I'd have to just tackle it myself Like I always do but Who's oh, going to but... do the song first of all
0: Alright I'll, I'll, I'll sort the song out Lou You go and get Freddie hopefully you'll be back At some point before the end Um, If he settles for you And, uh, and we'll welcome Statman John in alright
2: Yeah perfect see you shortly
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm thinking uh, maybe a a movie vibe this week. Jack, do you remember the the film um, uh, School Rock?
3: Oh, I do. Yes, I do remember that film. I used to watch it at school, funnily enough, on the end of term film.
0: It's a John Way to the top if you want to rock and roll. No?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to sing with you. I, I didn't say I used to watch it religiously, but... Um, I was just thinking you were saying, I'm not like Matt. You, you know my impressions are awful, going back to the Brian Blessed days.
0: Oh, yeah, no, we don't want... Brian Blessed won't come! back. <laughs> um, okay, I, no. uh, let's just jib off the song this week, and, and and hopefully Matt will come back. It turns out Matt does have a value. Uh, who'd have thought it? it took us five years to realise, but making him, forcing him to do songs, is uh, <laughs> and think them up on the spot, is Matt's value. Uh, Stepman John, sir, are you about...
2: Hello, lads. Uh, sorry, lads. Give me one sec. Is that all right? One sec. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's nine minutes, 37. Uh, not my best, but you'll go. Off you go. Go on. <laughs> Hello, lads. How are you? Uh,
0: fine, thank you, sir. Dare I ask what is not what was not your best go?
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I might be a bit breathy. I'm just uh, doing a bit of training. That was just my quick 5K. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: who are you talking to?
2: Uh... God, I don't know if you know him. Um, what's his name? Ross Kemp. You know? <laughs> He's got a bit out of uh, shape, so I'm bringing him back. Poor thing.
0: Uh, banging out some 10-minute 5Ks with Ross Kemp.
2: Mm, he keeps looking back. Carry on, lad. What are you playing at?
0: <laughs> so I presume that we have the amount of time that it takes Mr. Kemp to do his loop. Uh, to record this segment is that right
2: yeah 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 that's that's all right
0: brilliant how have you been otherwise sir you all right?
2: uh good i have to say i'm very proud of uh, all of you i was there at chester over the weekend were you we didn't see you where were you well was chester and london in between the two <laughs> back and forth
0: somewhere around birmingham
2: yeah yeah back and forth Cheer <laughs> you then someone over in london then back to you
0: brilliant um did you enjoy your simultaneous marathon days
2: out it's good i made a couple of signs don't know if you saw them i got me old pal ben to uh hold him up for me <laughs> yes
0: yes we did thank you it was brilliant it gave us all the um the the push that we needed during that marathon we uh we we love you very much for it thank you um statman john
2: yes jack's here hello jack
3: hello sir how are you
2: I'm good. You sound a bit breathy. What are you up to?
3: Um, Just, again, just a little bit shocked to hear from you again. It's always an honour. So, yeah, just uh, took my breath away, shall we say.
2: Oh, here he goes. Yeah, it.
0: <laughs> it's just so fake, isn't it? Contrived. I think the word is that, man,
2: John. I mm, agree, mm. oh, lad.
3: OK, sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, just glad to be here. Um, just chilled out, really. Just sort of got my feet up. Just eating a couple of M&Ms. M&M crispy, if you want to know
2: okay yeah
3: just just another day in my life
0: are we, are we finished
3: yeah oh, sorry okay. I just i was just trying to get across <laughs> and I'm real casual.
0: right okay you're such a little timmy triad um right uh step by john so uh we we had lou on to help jack with his attempt to enter the inner circle uh this week uh does she sound like she's coming back anytime soon can you hear little freddie in the background
2: I'll be honest, I didn't want to help him. I uh so I gave Freddie a little poke and I ran in. <laughs> I don't think Thanks, he was that <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so Jackie, it looks like you're on your own. I mean
3: you've got me.
0: You've got me. But whether I whether I'm a help or a hindrance after last week I don't know. So just to set the scene for anybody who doesn't know, uh, this is Jack's attempt to enter Statman John's inner circle. He wants to be part of the the core gang. He wants to penetrate the rim, so to speak. And uh, every week Statman John is going to give him pitch him a would you rather question, and Jack has to get it right to qualify. Last week he got it wrong. Uh, Statman John. Yes. Do you have any tips for Jack before we get started?
2: Uh, close your eyes, lad. Picture it and follow your heart.
3: Okay. I haven't got a clue what that means, but I, I, I'll take it in.
0: Uh, <laughs> you will take it in. Um, okay, Statman John. Yes. What is this week's Would You Rather? And Ladies and gentlemen at home, if you would like to have a little, a little go, it, if you'd like to have a little think, then now's the time to do so. And by all means, send us in what your answer would have been. Statman John Hales with the Would You Rather.
2: Well, just quickly, I uh, opened up to the crowds and asked them for a Would You Rather, and I had a few back. Um, I've picked one from a at Glen Penfold. Ooh, oh,
3: no, a, not him.
2: A, a he part. sent a good one.
0: I don't, I don't think you should talk that way about a member of the Inner Circle, Jack. Your dad got in no. flawlessly. Yes,
3: yeah, sorry, he where, did.
0: Well, you could only fail. He was like he was like Luke Skywalker shooting at the Death Star. <sighs> yeah, and you were not. Was- and and you're C3PO.
3: Oh, okay. I'll take that. He's okay. sort of cool. Mm. Some people love him. Some people really hate him. So yeah,
0: I'll yeah. take it. Better than Jar Jar Binks, right? Anyway, so uh, Statman John. Yes. What is this week's? Would you rather? Provided by Mr. Glenfold himself
2: well the question is what's he preparing for but the would you rather is jack would you rather walk in on your parents or have them walk in on you <laughs> <laughs> and just in case anybody does not understand the person who
0: getting that question is jack's dad so it very realistically could be about to happen jack
1: what
2: would you
0: rather do <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> okay,
0: okay, okay. Number one, just before we get started, Jack, scale of one to ten, how uncomfortable are you feeling right now?
3: <laughs> uh, um, like
2: a, a nine and a half, nine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, right, so <laughs> would you rather walk in on your dad jackhammering your mum? And I mean, really? <laughs> We're not under the covers. We're like we're talking karma sutra kind of stuff. Or yeah. would you rather both your mum and dad at the same time walked in on you railing Beth, probably in missionary with your socks on. Oh, I
3: do like my socks on. To be fair, we're <laughs> um, so going down that route with all the detail. Fuck, um, oh I don't know. What, what would you? What would you pick, Rob?
0: What would I, your, I, I, I? Mate, I would love to see your mum and dad having sex. <laughs> uh,
3: no, but if you're in my position, would you want walking walk walk in um, on
0: your
3: when you're my age? When
0: I was young, when, I'm not that much older than you, you rude little dickhead. Um, <laughs> I've not got a lot of shame. I've not got a lot of shame. Um, I feel like maybe seeing your parents at it that could scar you pretty badly
3: yeah the thing is because it, it would scar me but also if i walked in and they knew i walked in it would be an even worse situation
0: imagine imagine uh, somebody roast that night
3: oh yeah
0: it's kind of roast isn't it mm. oh,
3: Um. okay i think that's
0: my answer okay okay what, think, what, what, what? one thing to consider if it's your parents walking in on you just remember, it's not just your dignity or fears or concerns. You've got to think about Beth as well.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm also thinking of how I can flip it into a positive
0: here. Please tread very, very carefully. We've covered a lot of discrepancies with you, sir, but I would not like to add incest into that list. <laughs> if it's all. Bothered. No, no,
3: no, no. It's not that. It's not that. Right.
0: OK. OK. Uh, Statman, John. Yes. I believe Jack is ready for, for an answer. Let's
2: have it,
3: lad. Did you want to hear my reasoning, Satman John?
0: Yes.
3: Okay, so my reasoning behind it, it well, first, my, my answer would be, and and don't say anything until I've given my reason, my answer would be, my parents walking in on me because I think I'd be doing a good job. My dad would be like, well, son, I've raised you well. And I can be proud of my performance. <laughs> That's the reason behind it <laughs> Glenn I am so sorry <laughs> I don't want to see them I don't want to see them doing it though like you you
0: know. <laughs> Glenn peeking around the door thumbs up and a wink proud of your son um, uh, I don't think he's proud of you if I'm honest Um, <laughs> uh, man, John was that the correct answer
2: do you want a drum roll uh, yeah, well, a little drum roll. Jack. Yeah. That was correct until I heard your reasoning and then it was wrong.
3: i <laughs> have oh, so done it again, haven't I?
2: And it was correct because, uh, well, that's the best way. But secondly, your father would not be impressed and it was the right answer so he could give you some tips.
0: Ah, no, oh. there you go. You need a few pointers from Papa Penfold. Of
2: the hero Glenn. The hero oh. Glenn.
0: The stallion. Glenn Penfold. And you're,
2: I gave friend. it my
3: best shot, to be fair. And, oh, no, I, I'm not talking about shots or anything. So <laughs> oh,
0: we're done. Right, Jack, so you're still not in the inner circle, mate. How do you feel?
3: Um, Gutted, but we are quite early on in the series, and I'm hoping I can get a few uh few more chances at, at a little um, I'm trying to think of words that aren't going to sound a bit weird of what we've just discussed about so I'm just going to leave it with I'm hoping I'll get a few more chances to get into the inner circle that's and i leave it before I say <laughs> too much <laughs>
0: that's what she said um, okay Snapman John yes thank you so much as always sir uh, Lou didn't come back in time though did she
2: no oh, I heard Freddie was sleeping so I gave him another poke went back <laughs>
0: Uh, Stanley John, thank you so much for your time, sir. Is Lou anywhere nearby at all?
2: I'll get. Oh God, Ross Kemp, he's, he's still at One k Right, I'll go and get him. I'll get Lou <laughs> on the way. Right, lads, <laughs> see you next John. week. Yep, see you later. Take care. Oh hello.
0: Oh, you're back. Terrible timing. You couldn't. You you weren't able to help.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. I got him to sleep, and then he suddenly woke up again. But um, he's asleep now, I think.
0: Yeah, that might have been Statman John related, to be honest. Um, Jack uh, apparently wants his parents to
2: watch him have sex. Ew, Jack! <laughs> How long was I gone? Uh,
3: don't lose. It was a horrible five ten minutes, shall we say? And I needed you there as more support than you f- were.
0: Five or ten minutes, from what Beth told me, mate. That's optimistic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that's true. Oh, Jack.
0: <laughs> mate you are such a good sport I'm sorry we, we we going hard sometimes don't we but it's only made with love Um, so guys uh, next week we're going to be getting uh, someone on the show to, uh, to help you Uh, how about Jack Uh, why don't you why don't you choose who you would like
3: Ooh, to
2: come on yes, and please.
0: help you next week what do you reckon
3: Okay, so any 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 people I can pick between or am I just plucking the name out of the air?
0: somebody who you think will help you get into that inner circle.
3: Okay, well, I've just been away to Chester. I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time with um, some very, very good friends and I think. I think can I pick can I pick a couple or does it just have to be one person?
0: You can you can pick a couple. I mean we could do with padding out the numbers to be honest. If that tiny knobhead keeps missing
2: <laughs> segments.
3: Well, I think I think I need all the help I can get. So I would like to pick the power couple, the kings of Monopoly, oh. Daddy and Baby Girl, Ben oh. and Emma.
0: She's going to hate you for calling her baby girl on the podcast. Yeah,
3: she will. I, I just realised that after I said it. I was gonna just, just going to call Dad. Uh, oh, no, no. I was going to call <laughs> friend, Dad. <laughs> Did you
0: just call Ben Dad?
3: I just I carried out. <laughs>
0: she doesn't find your weird shit cute at all. This is going to be awful. But yes, you could absolutely have the king and queen of parkrun tourism. Beba themselves... Mr. Sheffield Strider and his good lady, Ben and Emma. Nice.
3: The, the, some of the best support crew in the world.
0: They are, aren't they? They're absolutely amazing. Uh, if you uh, if you don't know who Ben and Emma are, you need to give them a follow on social media and find out. Do your homework. Go and check out Series Three, Episode Twelve, when we had Ben on as a guest. Oh, it'll be good to have Ben and Emma on. What do you reckon, Lou? Good squad.
2: Yeah, perfect. If anyone's going to get you in, I think it will be them.
0: Well, Lou- I hope so. Uh, brilliant. Okay, so uh, with that being said, I'll say goodbye to you, Jack.
3: Goodbye to you, Rob.
0: Don't know why that took you so long to answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was adding suspense.
0: You're a bed. And Lou, <laughs> I'll say goodbye to you, my love. Goodbye to you, my love. Thank you so much for stepping in at the last minute. What we're going to do now is we're going to do a little swoosh and we're going to flip back into the last segment of the show that Matt and I recorded on Sunday to give some shout outs to you, our lovely Fartleck family. Well, it's quite apt, really. See, so this is how we are actually rolling. Mm. Uh, hit us with a roll call, baby. All right, partner. You know, in fact, I want you guys to join in. You ready? You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. Keep
1: calling. No! no. You meant to say what? <laughs> just, what?
0: One job. One <laughs> shot. Try again. Try go on, again. Go on. Alright, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll-calling, baby. Keep roll-calling, calling, calling, calling. What? There she is. Donna? What? Uh. Alright, you two. Thanks for your contribution. (laughs) Uh, We've had a massive roll call, Matthew. We Uh, certainly have. Big week for people this week, and I am going to start at the top. So, uh, runner Dean... Love Dean. He gets himself on the road quite a lot. he's smashing it. He certainly is. Uh, he got. He did London Marathon. Uh, he said that it wasn't how he wanted it to go, but he did it. Absolutely, Dean, you smashed it. Uh, four and a half hours, 4:33:20. Amazing time. Well done, mate. Absolutely amazing stuff. Raised a lot of money for charity as well. So big love to you, Dean. Well done, Dean. Yeah, uh, run, Grandma, run. Our Nick, uh, she smashed her park run PB by 62 seconds, over a minute PB on that. Well done, Nick. Awesome for running. Absolutely amazing! 500 days to lose it. What my second virtual London Marathon over an hour quicker than last year. Amazing stuff, man! Yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Uh, Haley runs here. Uh, my mum. I- and I completed the virtual London, London Marathon, our first ever marathon, so well done, Haley, and your mum, awesome stuff. Well done. Yeah, love to see it. Run, Bradders, run. Andy Bradley, who was meant to be on the roll call last week, but he sent me it just a little bit late, so double shower for him. He absolutely nailed uh, the Warrington Running Festival last week, and then again this week he smashed his sixth consecutive event park run PB on the bounce gate Of course, PB at Nosley, and we know it well because we were there. Yeah, I enjoyed running with you. we and a meeting. Well done, Bradders. Uh, Andy, awesome running Uh, Gary Ludwin ran London with a course PB of over 45 minutes and a marathon PB of 1 minute and 3 seconds well done Gary yeah brilliant job Gary and then we're going to move on to uh, Rob Corns, Rob has uh, sent us one in, he wants to nominate and shout out Claire Mnane uh, smashing her first ever marathon. She was at Chester with us as well. We saw her afterwards. Yep. 4.37, crossing the line with her dad. I know that it was a much quicker time than she was expecting, hoping for. I think they both smashed it. What a great story and well done to you, Claire. Yeah, well, then we've got, and then we've got a f- f- few off Papa Penfold. Uh, I'll start off by saying Byron, a.k.a. Running Plumber, for his 3.02 marathon at Door... Lake taking 16 minutes off his PB, so well done, Byron! Awesome running. Yeah, great stuff. And then Glenn, along with a couple of other people, did shout out uh, ourselves uh, for doing. I don't know if anyone should really be praising me for my marathon efforts, but um, but no, big big shout out to uh, uh, to everyone who, who did acknowledge and reach out to us. We love you very much. Uh, big shout out to our support crew as well. Um, and uh, I just want to roll call, shout out a few people to finish with who are at Chester Marathon with me and Matt. So big shout out to Dan who got his first. Did his first ever marathon. Um, ran the first half with me and Matt. Lovely to run with you, Dan. And then went on to smash it in about four eleven. Brilliant job, uh, Sammy. Got a PB. Uh, she dug in really, really hard. She was injured from about twelve miles in, and she still absolutely nailed it. So well done to you on a very tough course. And I think Jack, we've got to finish. Yes. By saying I don't really want to do it because I don't <laughs> want to give him any praise because I hate him. But um, I think we've got to. And of course, his dad did shout this out as well. So on behalf of Glen, uh, on behalf of all of us, my friend. As on behalf of all your like family uh, jack has been plugging away for a sub three hour marathon for so long um, he's had setbacks He's had knockbacks He's had issues He's had things that have gone wrong um, Covid All that kind of stuff um, But he absolutely nailed it uh, This weekend at Chester Marathon He ran a very structured race He didn't get carried away Very professional If you would in the Airbnb On the Saturday night If you'd compared the way Jack was preparing <laughs> To the way me and Matt Were preparing uh, We were drunk um, Very different uh, He did amazing We're so proud of him Finished 44th Which is incredible yeah, uh, finishing two hours fifty-three minutes. He's my running inspiration. Um, what a guy! And he's and he's only going to get better. Yeah, isn't he? he can only get better with that. Yeah, hundred percent. S- smashing it out of the park, like, like say he came with the uh, into Chester into the hotel with the, uh, with the with the gun for his hips and his his foam rolling on the night before and all that sort of stuff and we were busy chugging some uh, some bud. I uh, I I do distinctly remember at some point on the Saturday night when Jack was preparing his um, his electrolyte drinks, his uh, post uh, workout protein shakes <laughs> and just he was all laid out on the side and I think I turned to Matt and went should we drink some water at some point <laughs> would that help yeah, it didn't help because um, <laughs> we didn't drink any we didn't uh, and it definitely didn't help but uh, but he's the athlete in the family and he smashed it we're proud of him and we're proud of all of you everybody uh, yeah, people who haven't uh, mentioned JP Ollie Newton uh, Ruth Bennett uh, just so many people I can't I can't yeah. even start to, to say but look everyone in London L- Muriel Dempsey at Loch Ness amazing yeah. job uh, you guys all absolutely smashed it just Huge well done uh, to all of you. Emily, uh, just, just amazing, yeah, amazing, Paul, amazing. How Paul did it, smashed it. Paul, yes, Paul did London, got his sub four, forgot yeah. about. Oh, how can I forget about Paul? Sorry, <laughs> definitely needs a roll call. Well done, Paul, he's worked really hard for that. Too sub many four. names to, to, to remember. I mean, how many people ran London? That, our our feeds were just filled with London Marathon medals and PBs, and so well done to everybody. Awesome running this weekend, oh, brilliant just, stuff. Just incredible, we're dead yeah. proud of you. And there's going to be so many more of you at Manchester this weekend, so big big good luck to all of you guys lining up at Manchester Marathon. Sammy and myself will be there ready to cheer you on. A um, couple of thank yous before we get out of here, Yeah, thank you, to, thank you to everybody that came out and supported me and you. Uh, me, you and Sammy and uh, Dan running around Chester. And Jack, sorry, running around Chester. We had Ben, uh, we had Emma, we had Beth, we had Donna. Uh, yeah, thank you to all of them people. Awesome, awesome support. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. Oh, uh, yeah, we do not forget Lucy as well, come out and support us, and uh, her husband, Dan. Yeah, awesome, awesome to see you guys as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. A uh, big thank you to this week's desk, Vicky Ledbury. Uh, yeah. Amazing, really inspirational, really enjoyed that one. Awesome stuff. Thank you to our super awesome, super... Theme music. How <laughs> 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 <That were> awkward! <laughs> Graham Lindley, the amazing theme <laughs> a music. Lindley,
1: Lindley,
0: <laughs> Oh, we're having too much fun.
1: <laughs> how much uh, fun?
0: How much fun can you have in a car with cramp? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you to Graham Lindley as always. Super, superhero, superhuman. I, I did what you did then. You gave me rubbish talk. Yeah. I lost my voice. Um, who else? We need to? I thank you to that man, John. Thank you, you editor John. Uh, incredible um, who's on do you know let me tell you who's on the show next week yes please big one next week really excited for this one um, and an important one really uh, so Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October it is yes and uh, so we've got a very very special episode with uh, Joe Hammond Alright, so yeah. Joe Hammond, Fat like family OG, big friend of the show, lovely, lovely lady and also a breast cancer survivor, so she talks about her journey, how it impacted her life, how she's got through it, how she's got past it, and how she's now on to doing amazing things in running, um, we also learn more about her running journey as a whole, she was a running before uh, her diagnosis, um, yep. and it's a really good episode I think, just to give you a reminder um, of, of, of how this awful disease can, can really impact people's lives but a great uh, a great reflection of resilience and determination um, of somebody who's come through it and, uh, and is absolutely thriving on the other side so looking forward to showing Joe's yeah, Hammond man. Joe's Hammond Joe's story what is going on <laughs> Joe's story with you all <laughs> next week <laughs> yes I'm looking forward to that Yeah, sounds like a good good one yes awesome stuff yeah brilliant uh, and I think that's about it then Matt anything else I think that's everything isn't it yeah I think we should get out of here. Guys, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Before we go, what? I think you need to be on that roll call from before as well. No, I'm <laughs> no, not, not patronising me. You, you struggled from 11, 11 to so 12 miles, 12 miles, and uh, and you ground it out and got it done, mate. So well done to you. Awesome stuff. Oh, thanks. Pat. Should two true grits and determination. So well done. I appreciate that. Pat. That wasn't patronising was me. being No, you. no, no, no. I know. I get it. And uh, thank you. Love you. Uh, f- I Love you too, man. And, uh, thank you for getting me round. I, I really, it was, no it was a really good experience to such a long run doing it with a friend. This I've never done before. Mm. I've run with people before. You know, park runs, 10 10k's um, but doing being yeah. out there you learn a lot about us person you learn a lot about <laughs> a friend in four and, <laughs> and a half hours of running around the hills of Cheshire don't you so yeah amazing amazing thank you man um okay so yeah may your runs continue to be wonderful of course remember to be excellent to each other yep uh, we love you man best luck to everyone in Manchester wherever you running next week and we'll uh, we'll see you next week you're supposed to be joining in girls <laughs> Caw-caw! Caw-caw. <laughs> you guys are idiots! <laughs> <laughs>